Let's lift up our voices, lift up our hands, let's worship Him. He's faithful, He's true, He never changes, He's the same yesterday, today and forever. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. Turn our hearts towards you. May we love you more. May we sacrifice and give the best of our life in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We exalt you in Jesus' name. Can we give a shout to the Lord? Praise God. Hallelujah. Please do take your seats. Greetings in the name of Jesus. We give thanks to the Lord Jesus for his love, his kindness towards us. This morning as we gather, we give thanks to his faithfulness. The Bible says he never changes. God loves you. God has a plan for your life. God wants you to prosper. God wants you to have a relationship with him. God wants you to have access to him. And as we come today, we have that assurance. But the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have an everlasting life. God from the time immemorial God has loved you before you were born before you were conceived you were in the plan of God your circumstance your life might not be what you think it should be but I want you to know that the Bible tells us God knows even the number of the hair on your head God cares for you and today as we come before the Lord we are teaching on relationship we are teaching on relationship. I said to the church, the Lord bless you. The Lord be with you. May his grace abound even more in Jesus' name. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 5. But you be watchful in all things. Endure affliction. Do the work of an evangelist fulfill your ministry. The theme for our year is diaconia and diaconos. It's a simple word meaning ministry and the minister. Ministry and the minister. So it is our desire that you have a ministry as a minister as you serve in the house of God have an understanding that you are a minister you are here to be to minister before you are ministered to and the Paul admonishes us says, he says to Timothy endure afflictions yeah, endure afflictions without sacrifice there is nothing worthwhile. The book of John, chapter 12, 24. It says, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains but a single seed. Your life has to be complex. There must be many relationships you have. Many people don't relate. They don't have relationships. They don't value people. They don't value the moment and the season, the time that they are in. 
We have values as a church, as Emmanuel Christian Church. We have five values. Number one is relationship. Number one is relationship. We say relationship is the most important commodity in Emmanuel Christian Church. People matter here. People are important here. It doesn't matter how they look. The content is very important. The soul of a man is priceless. The Bible says, what will a man give in exchange for a soul? I want to challenge you, all of us, as we are seated here, and those listening on radio, those watching us, I'm saying to you, lives of people matter. They might not look much. They might be drunkards. They might be uh, drug pushers. Nyaupe might have reduced them. But I want you to know that the value of a human is superior. Is that I, I don't have a note with me. I, I've used this example before. Is there anyone who has 100 rand note or 200? We no longer carry cash in the church, you know. We, we, we give snap scans. We swipe. And so forth. But my, my emphasis, thank you so much. I, I appreciate. I will return it for sure. I will not take it as an offering. Praise the Lord. Now, when you talk about relationship, you can look at somebody whose life is broken. Somebody's life is far below if you look at them comparing with yourself. That is the greatest mistake that you are making. The value of a human being. I'll use this 100 rand note. This 100 rand note, it will never lose its value. It doesn't matter what it goes through until you destroy it altogether. I've used this example. If you were to go to the bathroom, in a bush. You know, we sometimes go to the bathroom in the bush. And you soon discover you have no toilet paper. And maybe because you are loaded, you have some couple of hundreds of this. And you decide to wipe yourself with it. And throw it on the floor. And maybe it was a, a flood. You know, this, this time when you go to the toilet, is a flood. Loose tools. And you drop it there. The hundred rand is in a mess. But the value of it has not changed. You might look at it and jump it and walk away. And somebody can pass in that mess. And pick up the hundred rand. They will pick it up. They'll pick it up. In a mess. There are lives of people that can be in a mess. But because of relationship, if we pick them up, we will recognize the value that is in them. So every human being, regardless how broken they are, their value doesn't change. This hundred rand, I can spit on it. And if I ask at the end, who wants it? Most people will say, oh, please. It has not lost value. You spit on it. It will still buy. 
So what am I saying? Your life our life the life of any other person is very important most of us our life is in a mess because we don't relate we have no fellowship so our value is determined by the people around us which is not supposed to be this hundred rent will never lose value for as long as it's not fully destroyed you can put it anywhere. This is why I say toilet is the greatest. You can find it in the, in the mesh. I can fold it. It doesn't lose its value. I can step on it. It doesn't lose its value. Your life might be the same. Your life might have gone through the same. But your value will not change. And okay. it is up to you. Or maybe I should say, it is up to us. Who God has given us the grace to minister to others. Who recognize that regardless how low a life we perceive to be. The value of this life is important. This is what the Bible says. What will a man give in exchange for his life? If he gains the whole world and loses his own soul. Your soul can be lost. The Bible says, what is your life? Your life is like a vapor that appears for a moment. The value of our life, God has already determined it. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God wanted to relate with us. There is no relationship that has no cost. Every relationship, there is a cost to it. There is a sacrifice to it. For the mother to bear a child, oh, they go through much. They have to conceive. They have to carry the child. They have to give birth to the child. They have to raise the child. The rest of their life. And some children, you know yourself. We are unpleasant children. Difficult. Easily influenced by everything else. Except the most important part. So I want you to know. That relationships play a major role. In the church, we relate because we are a church. We are people. We should love God. Give our life to God. Make sure that our life changes. Our life transforms. Not by making our life better, but by making other people's lives better. By giving ourselves to them. So, I was saying to us, we have values in the church. And people matter in the Manor Christian Church. Relationship. We've got five. We've got five of this. We've got relationship. We've got sacrifice. We've got evangelism. We've got integrity. And we've got faithfulness. The number one on our list, according to priority, is relationship. Can you ask your neighbor, who are you relating with? Yeah. You have to be very careful to relate with all people. You will be shocked who will save your life. You will be shocked who will bring 
success and breakthrough. It might not necessarily be the kind that you are thinking about. It will be just an ordinary person. Will bring change. Will bring transformation. Will bring renewal. In Jesus' name. I pray that we will relate. I'm forever grateful that, that I was raised to be intimate. My relationship, our family relationship, is intense. In the church, my relationship, they are intense. And I want to challenge you that be genuine. Can you look at your neighbor and say, please be genuine? Or look at them and say, please take off the mask. Pretense is a killer. Because we give an atmosphere or a face that is not true. You will not receive help because of the posture you are taking. Yeah. There are no people who are proud like poor people. There are no people who are proud like Africans. We receive, we refuse to receive help. I remember many years ago somebody passed away. In our culture when somebody passes away they distribute clothes. And this person had nice clothes. I mean when I say nice I'm, I'm talking men I don't know with women but if somebody can have like five, ten pairs of clothes these expensive shoes clothes you know real clothes you buy a cloth, it will last. It's you who's going to give it away, but you can't finish the, the, the cloth. And it doesn't matter when you put it, it still looks. And, and somebody make a comment. You know, where everybody got a piece. And the person said, I'm wearing clothes of the dead people. Do you understand? He messes the whole relationship thing. To you, it's just something that has no meaning. The reason why they distribute the clothes, it's not like we don't have clothes. I can show you, I pick up something, my, my uncle passed away maybe two years ago. And uh, they say, you must take something. I mean, my uncle was bigger than me. But there is a shirt he liked to put on. And if I show you the shirt, you will laugh. He extended the shirt. He liked the shirt. But the shirt was short. So he went to somebody to sew some extra. So nobody, I was targeting it. And nobody picked it up. And I said, it's a memory. It's not the shirt that I'm putting on. But it's the memory that you have about the good, the life you have shared with somebody else. This is a relationship. It's a lasting relationship. Okay, let's get into it. Jesus has given us the opportunity to have a relationship with God the Father. And with others. So coming to church 
just have this idea or this understanding that God has loved you. You came to church today for the first time. I don't think it's a mistake. God wants you to relate. God has brought you into a family. The Bible in the book of uh, 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 Psalms chapter 68 it says God will place you into a family. Verse, verse 6. It says, God places the desolate in families. So, God has brought you in so that you can relate. Unfortunately, it says, God says the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. Your prosperity is here. There is an inheritance in the beloved. I'm saying there is an inheritance in the beloved. There is much more that can come out of your life by relating. Great and powerful things come to those who honor and appreciate what God has given to us. I've got a few points. Let me give them to you. Never write people off because they have hurt you. Never write people off because they pissed you off. Some people never relate because people have heard them. I'm saying to you, you can't do much. As a pastor, I'm privileged because you are permanently in the state of being hurt. You are working with people. You can, you can be hurt by the people you have helped greatly. Yeah, one day somebody hurt me so bad. This is how I felt. I've, said, I've expressed this. Before, that I, I felt like I should lift up my hands. I said, this person has been under my covering. He has prospered under my covering. He has become my enemy. He's using everything I've given him to fight me with. Wherever I go, my name is spoiled. Lord, I withdraw all my prayers. Every covering that has been, I take it off. People don't know that cases get suspended by being in a certain environment. So that's how I felt. But I said, Lord, it is not for me. Vengeance is of the Lord. So, if you are going to be a shepherd, you are going to be a ministry minister, you are going to be a pastor, make the decision to forgive people before they offend you. Live in that state that you will be betrayed. Jesus was betrayed. Make sure that bitterness never becomes part of your life. Relate with people as they come to you. There are those who will love you the rest of their life. There are those who will be loving you for a season. There are relationships that are seasonal. But I want you to have the understanding that all the people that God brings to you is for a purpose and for a reason. And those who have come to church today for the first time, I want you to have an understanding that God wants you to have a relationship. There are people who will come to church, don't talk to anyone, expect others to talk to them. They are seated here, look at your neighbor and say, is he talking about you? 
They will come to church. Before we say amen, they stand and leave. These are people who are hating broken. Sometimes they are not even aware. That there is a demon and a spirit that makes them to want to stand and leave. They never relate their relationship are short short term relationships. They attract all toxic people because of the critical relationship the critical spirit they have. Their brokenness makes them not to relate. I'm saying to you God brought us to church. All of us here we are a family. So I want you to understand, people have the capacity to reform. People have the capacity to change. People can be made anew. John chapter 15 verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for a friend. I want to challenge you this morning. Be a sacrificial person. Yes. Don't give only when it's convenient. Give even when you don't have. Oh, I've learned the principle. I was saying to somebody, I'm so wealthy. Okay, I was telling this one my principle. I said, make sure you are so generous that you owe no one anything. And everybody owes you everything. Do you understand? I'm saying to you, it's a principle. Don't owe any person anything. If you have to do visitation, do the visitation. If you have to eat the lunch, go and eat the lunch. Do all that is possible to make sure that you, you are generous. If you have to give money, if you have to pay for people to go to university, whatever. Don't expect anything in return. Let everybody owe you. But owe no one anything. It will work for you. Yeah. Let everybody has a testimony. Yes. Amen. I learned the principle many years ago. After I bought my first car. And the Lord gave me a revelation. That my car is a toy. You know a toy? Yeah. There's many toys I'll have along the way. So, my cars have been best. I mean, everybody drives my car. Who shows the responsibility? I always teach people that don't, a car is like a wife. You don't borrow your car. You'll never understand. Ask the husband. They were, you, you don't borrow a wife. You don't say, oh, I'm borrowing you. I'll get her tomorrow. <laughs> uh, it's an abomination. You get it? Mercy. Number two. We said number one. Don't write people off. People matter. And people can change. People can change to the good. I've seen people change. I've seen the best of people who come from the worst situation. Some of my best people at some stage they were extremely broken people. Number two, 
Growth comes through the relationship we have with Jesus and with others. You see, if you are going to walk with the Lord Jesus, your life has to change. Because Jesus loves everybody else. Jesus sacrificed for everyone. Jesus gave himself for everyone. Jesus is compassionate. Jesus is merciful. Jesus is not vengeful. You don't, you don't dress up and say, they will see me today. Amen. I always say, when that thought comes to my mind, I change. I, if I was dressing something and I start to say, oh, they will see me today, I change I realize this clothes has a demon. I, I took my, my, my other suit, I, I hang it like this. And my mind came, last week you were putting on three pieces, and today you are going to put on three pieces again. Then my mind started running. And I said, I will not put you on. Not today. Not any near future. There is a spirit in it. Yes, there is a spirit. So I'm dealing with that spirit. It will not enter me. No. I'm not dressing for others. I'm dressing for myself. It's a covering. Humility must remain. It's a relationship. Relationships are important. Proverbs 27 verse 17. As iron sharpens iron, so men sharpen the continence of his friend. You must always refresh others. I'm saying you must always refresh others. Your relationship. Make relationships that are lasting. Relate with people. Be be honest with them. Tell them how you feel about the relationship. My my close friends, I talk to them. If they don't relate with me well. I make a meeting. We sit down and say, I don't think this relationship is working. And I explain why I think the relationship is not working. I say, I'm, I'm putting one on 1% into the relationship. And you are not putting anything. Then I will quote. I'm the one financing the relationship. Nothing happens un- until I do something. So either I relate with you, I believe I'm your friend, but you, I, I'm not your friend. Tell your neighbor, relationships are important. Yes, John 15 verse 13. Greater love has no one like than this. To lay down one's life for one's friend. There is a sacrifice. Yeah, I've built for others. People don't understand. Our church, we don't talk much about it. We have paid rent for other churches. Not once, many times. And we are not talking about churches far, churches around. Within a kilometer radius, you find a young pastor. Say, oh, I'm struggling. Even now, there is a young pastor that I think. This is a shining star. 
And I felt in my heart, I said, oh, this young pastor needs to be helped. So don't be jealous. When you, you realize that other people relate differently. Because of the kind of a relationship they have. Lives have been laid now. It's not always in money that relationships are made. It's in counsel when you sit with people down and you open their eyes because some people they don't need money, they need you to talk to them. You give them money, you destroy their life. But you give them your time, you share, you speak to them, speak sense again and again and again. That's what shepherding is about to share your life, experience it. To try and help them. This is a quote from Tech Haggard, the senior pastor or the founder of Life Giving Church. He said, Strong, healthy relationships make all of us more secure. Makes all of us to be positive in attitude. And to be productive and effective in what we do. That what we could do by ourselves. Friendship produces an upward synergy that activates strength. Close quote. These are people who have done well in life. If you go and check Ted Haggard, he has gone through much. Yeah. I think he was, he was sacked in his church. He was chased away. William Lake. Yeah. You see, in life, you can forgive many people. But there are people that the day you make a mistake, How did fail? they will make sure they suck you. Bishop Duck puts it this way. He says there are people who want to be you. He says, even if you give them your precious wife and say, you can have my wife. He says, no, they want to be you. It's a problem. I say relationship is one of the most powerful things you can have. Don't quit too quickly. Those who are married, oh, your marriage will turn nice. But it needs some work on it. Yes. Sacrifice. Understanding. Forgiveness. Going back to where all things started. When I married my wife, my wife was the size of my second daughter. She's not here. But I think she's in the, in the house. Tiny. A good example would be I was like Pastor Tembelani. But I was 23. Pastor Tembelani is 23. So you can imagine Pastor Umpile slightly taller. Anybody having a child's face. One elderly woman says, I feel pity for this child. Do they know what they are getting themselves into? Listen, tell your neighbor, stick in their relationship. Work, work, work. Show kindness. Some people never bring any gift or anything. I've, I've learned something about tokens. Tokens, people like buying expensive things. It's a good thing. 
Every child, there's something that I bought to remind my wife that I appreciate coming to my life and helping me. It's, it's not the, the money that is spent in it. It's something that every time she looks at, she will remember. That somebody appreciated. Somebody loves and loved what I have done. Do you understand? Obviously, when I had my firstborn, I didn't have much. So the kind of gifts are different. But when my last born was born, I was already strong. So I could buy even much bigger. Do you understand? Can you tell me about relationship takes tokens? Yeah. Your token to Jesus is to win souls. When somebody wins souls, they show appreciation. They understand what God has done to them. They are enjoying their relationship. And therefore they say, I want to do something. I want you to have more people to relate to. But our selfishness make us not to share the gospel with any other people. Number four. People matter. No matter where they are in life. The church in the village or people in the village they need a church. Even if they, they cannot give offerings to build anything. We must take ourselves who are privileged to go and die in the village and build a formidable church for God. Create a relationship. John 3.16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. May you receive eternal life this morning in the name of Jesus. We need, if you are in relationship, you need to care. The insignificant people become significant. Take it from me. When this church started many years ago, I told you part of our, one of our names were called Jem Eli. Children. And you see, we like dancing. Children. Lord of noise. Happy. But there were people who came to church. They didn't like the youthfulness of the church. They gave us a name that we are Jem Eli. But let me tell you something. The children that came here, today they are adults. They are 40, 45 years. Hey, they are doing well in life. Now, some pastors and some people will say, But when about? 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 But when about?
The ones from the villages they came to town. And we are enjoying their labor. It's not true. Yeah. When we did the census in the church, we need to do one. About 75 to 80% of people in the church were born again here were raised here. They were matured here. Do you understand? I'm saying to you, relationships, they matter. Can you tell your neighbor, you matter in my life? Then say, by the way, what's your name? Yeah, we can be sitting together every day and never ask what's your name. Oh, that's how much we love. That's how much we love. It shows you how shallow our relationships are. Don't, we don't relate. Amen. Imagine somebody. Mercy. Mohao. We have the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Your current advantage can be your disadvantage tomorrow. Yeah. You should ask Americans, they carry a blue passport. Wherever the passport is taken out is an advantage. But today, Americans cannot go anywhere and flag their passport. They have no enemies so they are told that when you are outside America, behave yourself. How They even tell them this, this, this place don't go. I don't know you understand. It was an advantage. To have a South African passport is an advantage. Did you know you can just get to the airport now and you can fly to over 200 countries worldwide? Without having to apply for a visa. You just arrived. Where are you going? You look on the list. This one. No, no, that's why you have a passport. They'll stamp you. There are people who are left in South Africa. Zambians. When, when they come. I don't know now, but I used to, to have a lot of Zambian friends. When they come, they are asked, how long do you want to stay? They'll, they'll tell them, KK is our president. I want to stay for six months. Two. But six months again, we'll But if you come from another country, let's not mention names. They'll be asking you, how long are you coming? <laughs> they give you two weeks. Over two weeks. Relationship. Can you say relationships? Yeah. Your friendliness matters. Hallelujah. Amen. The rich man, Lazarus and the rich man, the rich man undermine Lazarus, not knowing that in their life to come, Lazarus will be playing a major role. <laughs> he said to God, he said to Father Abraham, Saint Lazarus, I'm sure Lazarus was shocked. Oh, you know my name. Yet every day you pass me by your gate. You never even gave me food. I had to open your dustbin. Yeah. I was humbled by my neighbor. One of my neighbors. 
They had food that was left. They prepared the food nicely. They even use like we use margarine packet or ice cream. No. They took a proper container. Dished the food correctly. These people who come and pick up paper and give them says, this is a leftover. I cooked more than I could have. I don't want to throw them away. And I don't like it when you dig my bin. So, I was shocked. I said, Rona. I said, us. Oh, we throw them in the bin. You'll even make sure that no one can use. Throw, throw, throw in there. Can you say relationships? Yes. It's, a, it's one of the values. If you are going to succeed in life. There are people who undermine the church. They don't know the church is more powerful than all of us. Number five, I'll have to close here. Humility will save your life. Take heed to God and to take care. Don't undermine the shepherd, your cell leader. Because they are the one who guards your soul. Proverbs 4.23 The Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence. Or out of it comes issues of life. What is in your heart determines your destiny? The Bible says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs issues of life. Don't, don't speak bad. Don't gossip about other people. Yeah. Don't, don't become a negative person to speak bad about others. Hallelujah. Significant relationships you should keep. Number one, you must have a genuine relationship with God. For God is love. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. Regardless where you are in life, always honor and love God. Number two, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Matthew 22, 39 to 40. And he says, the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. May the Lord give us the grace to love others. Emmanuel Christian Church. People matter. Relationships are important. You are not an island. Number three and the last one. Love your enemies. I said love your enemies. Luke 6.27 But to you who are listening, I say love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. 
Do to others as you like them to do unto you. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Every head bowed. Every eyes closed. I want to pray together with you. Maybe you are here this morning. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or maybe you have received Jesus. But along the way, you lost your path. Or first time coming to church. I use the example of a hundred rand notes. Regardless how messed up your life is, your value has not been lost. If you come back to God, God will lift you up. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. He has loved you. He has given himself to you. I want to pray with you. If you are here, so I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. Lift up your right hand and lift it high. God bless you, young man. Is there somebody else? God bless you. Is there somebody else? I want to receive Jesus. I want to make right with God. Hands have gone up. What about you? Those on radio. You can make right with God. Those that are watching us. You can make right with God. God has a plan. God has a purpose. God has intent about your life. Your life can turn. Your life can work well. I want to pray together with you. There's somebody else. I'm going to ask the whole church if we can rise on our feet. I'm going to ask all those who lifted their hands come here on the altar as we take a song. Ashes help them to come. Hallelujah. who are standing here in front to lift up both of your hands. We're going to pray. I'll ask the church to join us. Can you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you today for your love, your kindness, and your mercy that you have shown towards me. Today, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Lord, forgive me all my sins. With my own mouth, I speak. With my own heart, I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Wash my sins with your blood. I thank you, Father, for this privilege in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. Can you say, Satan, today I divorce you. I take Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Take what is yours. From this moment forward, I am a child of God. Can you say, Holy Spirit, can you come into my life? Be my Lord. Guide me and direct me in Jesus' name. 